Hey, this is Charlie Benante from Classic 78. This is Tom Higgins from Classic 78. And this is Joe McGinnis from Classic 78. And you're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loud cast. Woohoo! Oh boy. Here we go. Pressing the button, Star Simmons, Star, Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck him. That's all. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up, there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode two zero eight. Ace Frehley on Howard Stern. Tom, how you doing? What? I don't remember that. He's still around. Uh, Ace, it's an it's an old episode. We're going to play a recording of you from a long time ago. Yeah, it's it's a good one, and uh, we can't wait till you uh, you guys hear this one. But we got a lot to get to this week. But I was about to have my daughter tell Tom this story, and Tom was like, "Hold on, hold on, let's let me hear this live." <laughs> On our episode and, and make it part of the show. So I I don't know what's going on here. So come we're on gonna in, bring, honey. We're, we're going to bring her in. All right, you got to speak a little louder so everyone can hear you. And, and 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 the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> yes, exactly. So this is middle school. Okay, so sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. She's laughing. And so she was right told, she told me this story. I'm like, people are going to think you're making this up because you're my kid or something. But go ahead. What happened? Okay, so. Savannah. Savannah, okay. <laughs> the kind of name is Savannah. I get out of class. Savannah comes running to me. Like the crowd was like filled with people, whatever. She said, Is someone can I you can swear? You can swear some shit in the hall with her. <laughs> Somebody what? <laughs> Somebody speak, shit. Speak speak directly into the mic. She <laughs> She can't even say it. So during one of your classes that ended and you walked through the hallway and one of your friends came to you and said, somebody shit in the hallway. How? How did that happen? I walked. So I'm all my friends, everyone. We all had the same class together next. And we had to go past that hallway. It was right outside the bathroom. Right outside, and then we walk past, and I see it on the floor. <laughs> what? What? Is it in front of the boys or the girls' room? The boys. <laughs> oh, the boys. Yeah. Okay, and what was it like? Just a plop of shit. <laughs> human, human, human. It's like, shit. it's like we're doing like like an episode of Law and Order. Could you describe it? Where's the location of this? Was it human shit? Not yeah. like a dog walked by. No. They're in school. Where the fuck is a dog going to come from? <laughs> was it like steaming and like 
hot air coming it's off. Not, it's not like the poop they emoji hide over it, and you could still see it. <laughs> they try to have a barrel. They, they try to hide it. <laughs> Who like like the janitor? The, the janitor. <laughs> yeah, Chuck. yeah, get his hazmat suit. <laughs> so Mister Feces has an offspring, apparently. So and then what ended up happening? Did you ever hear anything else about this story? I don't know. Um, my so originally what happened is someone someone went to the bathroom and they heard that they saw it and so they came into the classroom and told everyone and like that whole class was like freaking out and then like the bell rang and then um savannah told me so we might need to do a follow-up episode to find out exactly what went on with this welcome new listeners tom thank you thank you zeus you took the words right out of my mouth all right, this thank is you, a, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Great story. See, this is a perfect example of the welcome new listeners part of our show. There are people <laughs> sitting there, there are people sitting there going, Oh, oh Kiss Podcast? Oh, they're gonna talk about Ace. Oh, this is cool. I mean, what are they gonna talk? Wait, wait, one of the hosts has his daughter on talking about people shitting in school? <laughs> what what show is this? Oh <laughs> see <laughs> when she came home. She came home, got in my car when I picked her up from school and was like, Dad, Dad, somebody shit on the floor in the school. What? what? what a proud moment. Flashbacks of Stonehill. I'll be honest with you. The fact that she finds it so funny, I love it. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. I you, love you, that she has that sense you, of humor. You are nailing this parenting oh, thing, believe yeah, me. Yeah. She gets straight A's, does well. It's all the activity. No, she's a good kid. She's an athlete, straight A's, and she laughs at shit jokes. Can't get better than that. (laughs) So, anyways, Tom, with that, let's move over to our sponsor, huh? (laughs) Who probably is thrilled to be sponsoring with us right now, but we love Tony. So, yes, let's talk about ABCPA Inc. AB CPA Inc. is an accounting firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs. For business, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business as well. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns they have access to all 50 states so whether you live in texas or tennessee ab cpa inc can prepare an e-file on your behalf did you know kiss army if you own a business with employees and have had a 20 percent reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to covid or state mandated shutdowns you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at abcpainc.com. That is www.abcpainc.com or email our buddy Tony at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com or call them at 708-430-3232. Again, 708-430-3232. Three two, yeah, ABCPA Inc. Woo! Yeah, now's tax season. I know because all the ten ninety nines and shit are coming in. That's oh, right. Yep. Hey, yep. speaking of uh, of stuff, before we get deep into the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about over the weekend. I guess there was some 
you know, rock festival stuff that uh, Eddie Trunk was hosting. There were some other f- uh, friends of ours were there. I, in the middle of the night, we get a text, and it's from uh, Courtney Cronin, Dole, Simmons, Swede, fucking Camilla Parker Bowles, fucking... <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Spencer Cook, um, and it's a photo of her, our buddy PJ, and Eddie Trunks in the back. And uh, and then in the meantime, he's like, "Oh, I was just talking to Eddie." But I'm like, "Yeah, I know." He just emailed us something, yep. and so he emails us that you know, hey guys, I gave you guys a mention on my show today, and uh, and he writes, "At the moment, I'm with." Courtney Cronin Dole Simmons tweet Kulik. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I think that's kind of taken off a little bit. And I love uh, it. he wasn't the only one. We got a bunch of people. Uh, Jeff Trot listens, our buddy Jeff, who uh designed our awesome new merch t-shirts. Go to our merch site on our website, right? Yep. Uh, Jeff always tells us because he's a, a big listener of Eddie Trunk. A few others have notified us. Hey, he's dropping your names. And he was talking with the great Don Jameson, I guess. Yep. We were talking about our show, um, which is always nice. So we, we want to say thank you to all those. Yeah. Caught that Eddie, Don, uh, Courtney, of course. And uh, just say, I want to get that out before we move on. Yeah. No, very cool. Love those guys. Love them. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So let's get into some feedback, including our poll that we always do last week. We did Hotter Than Hell review, tons of feedback, as we always get when we do album reviews, tons of feedback. We picked for the four songs, Parasite, Mainline, Watching You, and All The Way. And no real surprise, Parasite runs away here, 55% of the vote, Watching You at 27, All The Way at 11, and poor Peter Chris, 7%. Poor Pete. Couple comments here. Tony. Not Tony from Restrained. Tony says, voted for Parasite, but Coming Home is my favorite on the album. Always thought it should have been the first song on the record, but oh well. Hey, I want to jump in. 
our buddy Tony from Restraint, I think they're looking for a drummer. Yeah, they are. So we're putting it out there. If you live in the California San Fran area and you're a decent drummer, find another band. I mean, uh, call up Tony because they're looking for a drummer. You don't even have to be a decent drummer. Tony carries that band. He's a shred master. You just need somebody who knows. You can even. No, no, this is Tony from Restrained. We're talking. Oh, I know. That's what I'm oh. saying. Oh, you're being, well, we're oh. being nice now and making yeah. well, me be well, the bad guy. Well, you, I was, you didn't let me set up here. because I was going to say, even if they got somebody of Joey Casada's caliber. Oh. Stop putting close-ups up. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Come on, Joey. Come on. We don't want to see that mug. We don't. Speaking of, speaking of Tony from Restrained, uh, I'm getting a little bit alarmed with clean-shaven Tony from Restrained. Oh, my God. Who's yeah. that guy? It's terrifying. Grow yeah. grow the beard back, brother. We love it you. It hides more of your face. Yeah, that's the point. Grow a beard. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll eventually get to this episode. Should we, should we hit the trifecta and shit on Sonny, too? No. Wait, we, we those two guys. Uh, we love. Unfortunately, we don't have anything bad to say about Sonny this week. We'll think of something, though. <laughs> what about that fucking joke I sent you today? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that photo of the Mexican guy with the sombrero <laughs> in the Mexican word of the day was Dallas. That's the last game the Dallas Cowboys are going to play this year. <laughs> Do we have an episode or no? Offended <laughs> everybody. We're going. We're, we're just bringing a blowtorch to this episode here. All right, back to poll feedback. Amy J, hotter than hell and dressed to kill are near and dear to my heart. I love the crazy cover. Got to choose is a good song. Yes, the production is tinny and all, but ooh, the rawness. I picked Parasite. Todd Steele, those first three albums are their best songs. They were pure and all for one. The production is meh, but you can't deny the songwriting. Maybe it's because even 50 years later, most of these songs are not played to death. Eh, Good point. Uh, Jim McClanahan says, I'm not sure how Mainline even made the list. Worst song on the album. (laughs) I, I remember somebody had said something like, how the fuck is this in here? Yep. Because we wanted to mix it up. We always do that. Egghog says, honestly, the whole album rules despite the shitty production. We all know they'll never do it, but this album would benefit the most if they'd play it in full at a show like other bands do. But shit, they won't even switch in one new song, much less a whole album. And then one of my favorite comments, John Harden. He says, Parasite, but the Kiss Cruise karaoke version. <laughs> Love it. Yes. King Kusano. I love them all, but All the Way is a song that should have been bludgeoned by repetition because it's so great and catchy. Yeah, I agree. Clark Side of the Moon. Seems like Harder Than Hell gets lost in the world of classic Kiss, but it contains some of the greatest tunes of the entire catalog. Parasite, top three Kiss song of all time, in my opinion. Our buddy John Rastagno. Peter feels a little like Fredo. His main line doesn't get the respect it deserves. The ace cult has spoken. It's true. Our buddy Andy, Parasite by a Mile. And thank you, Tom. Someone had to say it. Got to choose blows. 
<laughs> I rank this album about 11th. The title track sounds like Buffalo farts. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fred Rogers, uh, rest in peace. Uh, All the way has one of the best choruses of any his song. I agree. Uh, and let's fly through a couple like episode specific uh, comments to see what people think of this album. Uh Oh, our buddy, Dr. Two typical shout out loudcast album ranking quote. I love this album. Every song is great. I rank it right behind. Let me rock you in Sonic boom. And then I jumped in and we went, we had a little back and forth, but we love Dr. Two, Steve baseball and death says quote, because this is not a good song. LOL, right on. I think I said that about got to choose. Oh, here we go. MD says, I think I just finished the ultimate welcome new listeners episode. No, you didn't. You're listening to that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Fiber Magic Queen. Oh, we love her. This will be a goodie. I already know before I listen that I will be in the minority because I love got to choose. If you ignore the it's a banger. Eh, No, it isn't. But we love you anyways. Oh, our buddy Chris the Wallet Hake from uh, Gene Simmons Moneybag. Uh, Tom is spot on. When this tour is over, Kiss is done. There's no way Paul and Gene want to get into the costumes of their early to mid-70s. I could see Gene doing some mini tours with the Gene Simmons band. Well, Chris, you talk to Gene. Make it happen. We'll finish up Twitter with this one from Domino's Stepdad. I love these episodes, but Tom's comments are concerning me. I think he has spent too much time around Sonny. His taste is getting questionable. And more like Sonny's. Wow, that's the worst thing anybody's ever said to me in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> the fuck? Thank you. Oh, it's about time you get some shit. I have always wanted the target, for my opinion. But over on the book of face, Tom, our buddy Kevin Jepson. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yes, that's a new theme song you just heard. A well-deserved one for Kevin, who's now... Kevon Japsin. <laughs> God knows what he had to do to get back onto Facebook. But anyways, I've listened to this since I was a little kid, so the sound doesn't bother me. Got to choose is a top five kiss song for me and a top five ace guitar solo. My favorite to play. Jeez, Tom, do you even like Kiss? Yes, that song is not good. Ooh! Nicolino, kick-ass episode, boys. This album would be a total gem. But as everyone knows, the production is absolute garbage. Wouldn't it be nice in 2024 we get a 50th anniversary box set of this and the first album with a remixed version like they did with Destroyer? But they are too cheap to let that happen. Strange Ways is one of the greatest songs. That bass line. Mm, I don't know about that. Rick Rera says, rip, rip, rip and destroy. Good one. True. The aforementioned Christopher Hack horn segment had me laughing out loud. (laughs) Fucking great stuff. Pure gold. (laughs) Ryan Michael Scott, Spencer Cook, Courtney Cronin, Dole, fucking Delano Roosevelt, fucking (laughs) Rodham Clinton. (laughs) This cover is bottom five for me. It's a clusterfuck. And what is coming out of Ace's shoulders? The album split from plotting to great songs. It isn't ranked too high for me. Great dive into the album, guys. And then he has the Merv Griffin fucking gif underneath. 
<laughs> okay, uh, we're back. <laughs> uh, you dated Jerry for a while. Uh, how was that? Oops, uh, wrong card. Talking over here. <laughs> over on the Loudcasters page, Tom. Yeah. Adam Stevenson of the Metal Oasis podcast All right. says, haven't got to the actual review yet, but that intro with Rocket Ride <laughs> solidified my decision not to waste money to see Ace next month. Oh, shit. I think we fucked up. Oh, we just sabotaged Ace's ticket sales. You're taking money out of the pockets of my my family. I don't appreciate it. He wants a rocket ride. Our buddy Jack Pinocchio. So I don't want to alarm anyone. The back cover of Hotter Than Hell, the two hands on the corner look like they're reaching around and pulling the ass cheeks apart, and the dot on the nose is the arsehole. Sorry. This is why, that's why we love Jack. Matt Wallace says, sing this in your head. Hot, hot, hotter than piss. <laughs> you know you're going to drink from my dong. Oh, my God. What the hell? <laughs> Oh, and then he like puts a serious comment. This is my favorite album coming by far. Easily top five album for me. Oh, thanks. I'm going to drink from your dong. And you agree on the album. Oh, God almighty. What's the matter with us? Darren Hunt. I knew Tom would be talking shit about God to choose. Why does I everybody say that? Why, why, why does everybody think I was going to do that? Have I mentioned they probably it before? heard you say about the song and really? Other I'm, okay. Okay. Uh, I still say the song is great. If this album had better production, it'd be unstoppable. Fun listen as always. Our buddy Graham Richley. Wow. Interesting takes. Agree with Zeus that this is a great album of deep tracks that really showcase the talent of the band and not the Paul and Gene show. Mm. Love Peter singing. For me, Ace is MVP on this album with two killer songs a co-write with Paul, and absolutely genius guitar solos on every song. This is in my top five Kiss albums of all time. I also love the cover. Kiss has never looked so out of this world. I mean, as a kid, looking at these photos on the back, it was like, what the fuck? And the songs are so, so heavy. I played this album, Dressed to Kill, and Rock and Roll Over the most, as they have so many great songs and very little fatigue factor. My favorite tracks on this one are All the Way, Watching You, Mainline, and Strange Ways. Same with me, buddy. Nice. Yep. Michael Murphy. As always, enjoying the album reviews. As a Gene guy, this album ranks a little higher on the Kiss discography for me. The obvious highlight of this episode, Zeus regaling us with the story of Gene, Sonny Simmons, and Granny's rotten, pungent lobster snatch. (laughs) Just repulsive. Great episode, guys. Nice. And we'll end with Justin Steele saying, great review, guys. I continue to say Tom is nuts about Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Um, It's a great feel-good song, but Got to Choose is a legit 
a top Kiss song for me. Oh. I played that from Alive over and over again. When I see Kiss, that's the soundtrack in my head. Unfortunately, everything from the first three albums are better consumed live. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Justin. Over on YouTube, Tom. Andrew Johnson, Hotter Than Hell is one of my favorite Kiss albums. Definitely top five. Sound and all. Every song is great on this album. Strange Ways, best A solo. You guys are wrong about Got to Choose. Why is it you guys? Uh, it's a great song. Ask Paul. <laughs> of course, the live versions are pretty much better, especially Let Me Go Extended. And Going Bind is a great song any way you want to do it. Uh, best version, Paul and Gene, acoustic MTV, most wanted. No, I'm just, I'm really like legitimately shocked at like the love for Got to Choose. I mean, it, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Everybody thinks it's so great. and They try to tell me that it is, but uh, it's okay. Somebody named XYZ wrote, Rocket Ride sounds as it always has. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry to hear that your hearing is problematic. I I sing it as good as I always done it before in the past. Eric Brewer. Say yeah is better than got to choose. Not close. Anything from the 70s beats 2000s. Even Peter's solo album. First of all, dude, what are people like misquoting us? When did we say that say yeah is better than got to choose? I know I don't like got to choose. Did, did I say that? I no, don't remember. This I don't is remember what saying. we said. I don't we remember said that. that we don't want got to choose to be like, oh, the new song in the set list. Unless it's like taking out a say yeah i'd rather hear got to choose than say yeah but okay. we're saying you're not throwing us a bone by putting in got to choose into the fucking set list we'd uh, rather got- hear something more obscure or more of a deep cut okay or, i got you like i stole your love or come on love me we don't need got to choose and then we said unless you're taking out something like say yeah i would rather hear got to choose and say yeah mm, i wouldn't <laughs> well yeah i mean i i, I don't know it depends. Our uh, Marty White, I couldn't understand why you were starting the show with Karaoke Kiss. Then I heard a bit of the Bronx uh, on the vocal. Holy shit, that's Ace. I think Gene and Paul should put Ace on salary with the stipulation that Ace stopped playing live. Oh, imagine that. We'll, we'll pay you to stop butchering our songs. And they said they'd pay me if I didn't take any questions on the cruise. <laughs> And Tom, that's what I got. All right, let's blow through a couple emails. We say this every week. We got a ton of emails, and they're all awesome. We love you guys for sending them. Uh, but you know, this would end up being an entire episode on feedback if we read them all. So we're just going to try to fly through a few here. Uh, let's start with America's favorite realtor, Joey Romanick. What's up, guys? I was so looking forward to your review of Harder Than Hell, and it did not disappoint. For me, this is the best of the first three records. Oh, Joey. Stone Cold classics like Parasite, Watching You, and Got to Choose, which I can't believe Tom doesn't like. What is going on here? Anybody on my side? I got one person who agrees with me. (laughs) Told you. Side two is full of B-sides, Mainline, Strange Ways, Coming Home and All the Way are all amazing songs. I wore this record out as a kid, and of course, the live versions of any song on this record is amazing, including Let Me Go Rock and Roll. I actually don't think this record sounds as bad as people say. Let's face it. The guitars and drums of the first three records are way too thin, so at least they tried to beef up the guitars a bit on this record. And I just checked on our Patreon vote, and if it stays the course, next month's ARC is going to be epic. 
Yeah, East right. Out Girl Scout. Um, I love the production of the debut album and Dress to Kill. Uh, I think it sounds poppy and kind of snappy. It's not heavy, but it's not shitty like Harder Than Hell. But uh, we love you anyways, Joey. Chris Hall from our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. Yes, you can send messages directly from there. So we like that. Chris says, well, you boys just bent Harder Than Hell over and spanked its ass for all the world to hear. Who did you have with you, Zeus? Was that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hate or was it Tom? Wow. <laughs> this I had to double check that this wasn't Tom giving his review of the new Poison Double LP. <laughs> it wasn't. So I shudder to think, for fuck's sake, you even took a shot at the co-writer of Going Blind in Your Fury. That was odd. Who's the co- about Steve Petty? Yeah. Like what do you mean we took a shot at him? The, the guy's a fucking pedophile. So sorry, Chris Hall, and your support for child molesters. <laughs> That's awesome, Chris. That's awesome. We love you, Chris. Uh, I got the impression that you wanted to rank all. The- Hold on, I'm still laughing here. <laughs> I got the impression that you wanted to rank all the songs last and move on. So I commend you for having the stomach to get through to the end of the album. I agree that there is an oral film, A U R A L or a fog over the entire album sound, but the drums, especially the cymbals, are what really corrodes the sound, at least to me. Ace's work and his solos are some of his best ever. You also both banged hard on the album cover as well. I just remember looking at that cover front and back and being confused, but I couldn't take my eyes off it. It's like a visual dissonance. For the first several years, I had the album, and I thought they were singing Licking As You Do, and I'm watching you. Do you guys think you'll ever do a watch along to some classic porn like you did with Phantom of the Park? <laughs> anyway, I've been taking this one pretty hard since Saturday morning. I'm going to have to shake it off and remember the good times. Keep the podcast comings. You both are incredibly entertaining. Oh my. He wants to hear two guys <laughs> narrate watching porn together. Ooh. Ooh, look at his tube socks. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll finish tube up emails. Socks. We'll finish up emails with our good buddy. Backpack Brad Rustoven of the Slamfest podcast. Make sure you listen to his show. Gentlemen, I appreciate you actually separating yourselves from the alive and unplugged versions of these songs when doing the review. Bravo. People's opinions of studio songs are too often clouded by the live version and excuse the review. I couldn't agree more with Tom on most of his comments on the album. Oh, there you go. Aside from the obvious shitty production. If Let Me Go Rock and Roll is your first and only single, you've got major problems. I can't get past Gene squealing rock and roll during the first 10 seconds of that 1950s era rock and roll riff. Kiss doing 50s era rock and roll never worked for me. The tempos of most of these songs are way too slow and plodding. The cymbals sound like they're in slow motion. Gene's backing vocals are way too high in the mix throughout the album and don't sound good at all. I do like the actual gong towards the end of the studio version of Harder Than Hell. On a live, that weak symbol hit just doesn't have the same impact. With all this said, Parasite and Watching You are the only two standout tracks on the studio album. The rest is rushed filler. Lastly, I pose this question to everyone. Would you, as a KISS fan, ever play this album in a car full of non-KISS fans? Because I wouldn't. Keep up the great work, guys. Backpack Brad. Oh, it's such a great email, Brad. You're the man. And no, I wouldn't play this. I, I, I wouldn't play this album for a Kiss fan, let alone a non-Kiss fan. So what do you think oh, of that? Speak for yourself. I know. I'm kidding. Uh, and that's emails. 
All right, and before we wrap it up here, we got a DM on Facebook from our buddy Brad Gregory. Hey, guys, longtime listener from Adelaide, South Australia. Thank you for reviewing Harder Than Hell, one of my favorites. I did a basic review a few years back as part of my own band, Finger Bun. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can hear the desperation in this album even more so the next. Hungry musicians on their way up. Love it. Keep up the great work. By the way, Ace doing Rocket Ride at the beginning sounds like he had a stroke. (laughs) Thank you, Brad. Uh, Zeus, back to you to wrap it up. Yeah, I got one more comment I want to read, too. This comes from Facebook. Lemmy Blackmore. Been waiting for this one and loved it, TNZ. Always loved the songs, artwork, costumes, and tour from this era. The production gives us something to talk about almost 50 years later. A little surprise at some of Tom's takes, but a huge part of the Kiss Appeal is how much they give us to talk about. We'll be ranking their studio albums, tours, lineups, and costumes with strong opinions for years to come. I love all eras, but this one is the best for me. Winterland proves that a fired up, deep in debt, hungry kiss can't be beat. This podcast can't be beat either. I knew this one would be extra great when the episode kicked off with the first notes of Rocket Ride. Here's to Uncle Ace providing Shout It Out Loudcast content for years to come. Thanks, Tom and Zeus. Love your brothers. And for that, Lemmy, my friend, you are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. All right, Lemmy, thank you so much, buddy. That's awesome. Truly appreciate those kind words. Thank you. And Tom, what we do now is we give a shout out to our Patreon family. And a special shout out to just a few minutes ago, David Clark, the newest Shout It Out Loudcast Patreon member. Uh, David joins us as a spaceman. We appreciate that, David. And thank you for joining the family uh patreon is where you guys can come and join on four different tiers we have obviously the cat man the spaceman the star child and the demon tier each tier comes with different little perks that we give including merch including videos live stuff sneak peek uh polls um episode involvement Before you know it, March Madness will be here. You guys will be involved with that as well. And obviously the album review crew, which all those guys are involved with right now. And the album, I believe, has been picked. Yikes. Uh, Not for me. (laughs) Yeah, then you guys will figure this out. And uh, David, thank you again for becoming part of this family. Uh, The guys over... The family at Patreon supports the show. Uh, They give us so much. And with that, we, in turn, try to give you guys the content and the product that you guys want and deserve. So that's why, you know, when we bang out two episodes of Album Review Crew this month, uh, a live thing with uh, Jericho and PJ, an album review, and uh, keep going without giving up any time, uh, it's a big endeavor and patreon is there 
and it helps along the way, and we appreciate it. And uh, we certainly never want to let you guys down, and that's why we continue with the content. We continue to grow the show and make it even better. So thank you to Patreon and newest member David Clark. Yep, absolutely. You guys are the best. We thank you guys so much every week. Uh, truly important members of our family, and we can't thank you enough. And a huge special shout-out to David Clark for being the newest member of our family. David, welcome aboard, and thank you so much. I forgot to mention, guys, uh, if you want to join our Patreon family, go to the website right there on the landing page. If you click on the Patreon link, you can find all the information you need about Patreon, and it's right there. And just go to the website anyways. But That's where you can find us, or you can go to the app, patreon.com as well. Any way you can find us, and you just look for creators, shout it out loudcast, and then uh, find out what we're all about, and hopefully you'll join the fun. So, Tom, what we do now is we go over to Kiss World. What's going on? Not too much. Uh, Still no dates announced for the U.S. Uh, Right now we're recording on Wednesday, June wednesday january 25th so as of right now nothing going on um you know they got all the dates in south america uh, over in europe that's uh they're busy but nothing in the u.s right now we're hearing stories that they might be announcing something on the last day of this month there are some rumors about that that january 30th they might be dropping some news about uh what's going to be happening in the states uh our buddy painter Picasso Paul uh, decided to tweet out something yesterday, which is just, he's just, mm. he has this picture. It's, it's horrendous. I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a painting. It looks like a skull, but it looks like, I don't know what's going on. And he writes four feet by five feet. When I've seen people I care about passing away all around me these past couple of years, I have to remind myself what matters. And then on the painting, he on it, he painted life is dodgeball. Then QTR quality time remaining. Then live without excuses. Die without regrets. Is he just Googling? I don't I don't understand what this is like it's a poster I, for, for 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 the store Spencer's in the 1980s you can put on your wall yeah I don't I, I'm just not I I don't know I he's he's getting more and more confusing to me um he shared an article about himself about on it was about him and his art and I don't know I I I I truly think he can't fucking wait to just stop touring i think he's got nothing no interest in all in this band in any way i think he's pissed at covid that that fucked up their plans and uh i don't know he's it's just frustrating because we love kiss we love paul and this is not this is not paul i mean you go to his twitter page his header photo is soul station it's not kiss there's nothing kiss so uh, but that's my weekly Paul rant. There's really nothing going on with the band. They, everybody's quiet right now. So I think everybody's kind of holding their breath. No announcement on the new uh, off the soundboard. Uh, so right now, January is kind of a quiet month for kiss. All right, Tom. So with that, 
Uh, I'm going to go talk to Ace. He's going to do an acoustic live version of Pursuit of Rock and Roll for us to play. All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, while you were working on that and uh, checking out Ace, I was helping Paul pick out some new art supplies. So uh, he got some new he got some new poster paints. <laughs> All right, so Tom, uh, we like doing these video clips and uh, kiss appearances, and uh, we saw this one. And we're like, oh, we got to get to this at some point. And this is Ace appearing on. Howard Stern show, and this is from May 3rd, 2005. So he was just in Kiss. He's now out of Kiss. Tommy's now in Kiss. And that's the context of when this episode gets played. Howard Stern is Howard Stern. Most of you guys know. Some of our international <clears throat> people might not know him, but he's a you know a shock jock, the ultimate shock jock in the US. And uh he's a New York guy, so he knows Kiss and he they have a lot of fun with Gene on, and uh, now they were going to get Ace on for a little bit. I've been a Stern fan forever. I've drifted away the last probably 10 or so years because he kind of just became part of the corporate media structure, and he's not the friggin' Howard Stern that he used to be. But back in this in this era, he was still funny. Um, I still loved him. It's supposed to be kind of a quick little thing here. We'll talk about it because we're going to play it and let you guys hear it. Stern is on his game because he keeps it from being really uncomfortable and awkward, but when you watch it, Ace is a little uncomfortable. We'll, we'll talk about it. Here it is. Hi, this is Ace Fraley. I'm up here doing the Howard Stern Show early in the wee hours of the morning to promote the new movie that's coming out on uh, video today, which is the 29th of uh, March, January, February, March, yeah. And uh, the movie's called Remedy, and uh, I play a heroin dealer in it. Are you a little nervous, or uh, nah. how you feel before you go in? <clears throat> I don't get nervous at this shit. Ace Fraley is uh, from Kiss. I don't really know that much about Ace Fraley. Sal's the guy who knows everything about Ace Fraley. He's the guy who said, hey, you got to get Kiss in here. Ace Fraley. That well, was, I know the name. That's about it. Yeah. That was one huge band, man, in the 70s. And I know Ace isn't in the band anymore, and I think he hates Gene Simmons. So that's always funny. Anyway, here's Ace. He's in a movie called Remedy, uh, now available on DVD. How are you? I was going to say, I hadn't heard of that. Ace Fraley. There he is. Oh, no, that's Chuck Zito. Oh, that ain't say, a... Wait a minute. I know that guy. <laughs> Hi there. Hey, Ace. How you doing? Hey, Chuck. Why is Chuck in here? Why is Chuck in here? I don't know. I don't, I don't, this is a surprise to me, but Chuck is always welcome. Of course he's welcome. I'm just wondering if Ace feels unsafe. How are you, Ace? I'm wonderful. Good to see you. Hi, Chuck. How are you? Hi, Alex. All right. You boys are in a movie? Yeah. What movie is this? Remedy. Remedy. I don't know. It's now, what is that about? What is that about, Ace? It's about... Uh... It's about choose your own poison, you know. It's about, you know, decadency in New York City. Oh, I know all about that. <laughs> the drug scene, you know. Right. I really? I play a heroin dealer. In the <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I can't see you as a heroin dealer. <laughs> yeah, neither money. could I, you know. <laughs> I'm a police captain. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's I funny. play Captain Sally. 
Hey, uh, you're in. Uh, are you in Kiss or not? I don't know that much about Kiss. I'll be honest with you, but uh, I know everyone's a big fan. So, w- w- what's going on here with this Kiss stuff? I'm, I'm presently not touring with them. And you hate Gene, right? No, I love Gene. Oh, come on, man! Why don't aren't do you this touring to me. with them then? Chuck, does he hate Gene? Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. No, I don't. No, Gene, I know he stuck, stuck to his guns because he said that he was, he's not going to open for a band that uh, he used to open for uh, Kiss. Yeah, what happened? Aerosmith and you guys went out on tour. Right. And you said, uh, the way it was explained to me anyway, and, and tell me if I'm wrong or right. You said, hey, man, I ain't opening up for Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith can open up for us. Mm-hmm. And you told that to Gene. Right. And Gene said, hey, you can get out of the band. That's okay. And that's it. <laughs> that was the end, huh? <laughs> you don't care. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm part of the family. And uh, but you know, as of uh, last couple of years, you know, I'm just kind of focusing on me and uh, working on a CD. Can you get paid by Kiss still, or is it like the whole thing over? No, you can't. I, you don't get part of the merchandising. You're an oh, original. Oh yeah, I always get part of the merchandising. You do from now till time memoriam. Mem- <laughs> Whatever that word is. Yeah, what, yeah. Do you, what is that word? Hey, hey <laughs> explain something to me with the whole business thing, though. Do you think Gene puts out too much Kiss stuff? Well, they have a tendency to go overboard with merchandising. Right. Is that just Gene, or does the whole band, or, you know, is Paul in on all that stuff, too? Paul's involved, but Gene's the one that kind of... uh, He's the mastermind. I feel like in that band, if you don't, like, do what Gene says, you get (laughs) screwed. Well, we've had our run-ins, but, you know, no hard feelings. Did you come up with the name Kiss? No, Paul did. Paul did. I wanted to call it another four-letter word. Now, did you come up with your own makeup? <laughs> yes. And does it bother you now that somebody else is wearing it? No, because I still get checks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> beautiful. Were you married now? Yeah. And I have a beautiful daughter, Monique. My you happy? You don't seem happy. You seem sad. What, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm you one of the happiest out. guys in the world. Are you really happy? Yeah, I just didn't want to come here and talk about Kiss. Why not? What the hell else are we going to talk about? That's 30 <laughs> years of your life. I came here to, to, came here to promote a movie. Uh, well, look, I mean, come on. What are we going to say? You, you, we're in Kiss, bro. Yeah. This is it. This is big. Hey, Howard, you ready for this one? Ace's manager wants him to leave. What? Why? He doesn't want him talking about this stuff. About what stuff? I don't know. The Kiss stuff? Oh, it's a shame. Well, let's oh. give you a plug, at least, for your Jeez. movie. I'd well. like to give you that. Ace Fraley and Remedy, now available on DVD. If I've offended anyone, I'm sorry. Chuck, good luck with everything. Ace, good luck with everything, Thank man. Thank you, Howard. Thank you. RemedyTheMovie.com. I'll go uh, find out what it is I did to piss off your manager. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Thank right? you, Robin. Are you comfortable? Chuck. You're quite welcome. Come on. Are you comfortable? I'm fine. I didn't stay if you want. The, 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 the manager, you the manager yeah, says it, he's upset. Yeah. He wants well, to pull him out The manager out says I'm upset? He, that's what he just said. No. He's crazy. Anyway. I would say you could stay. I'm not going to push anybody. Um, I hope not. Right. What is it, Gary? Now what? You're right. Yeah. The, the manager says that you're here to talk about the movie, not about anything about Ace. Oh, I was interested in Ace, but okay. Well, I said, listen, I love Ace, but I'm not doing his infomercial. No, yeah. Well, I mean, I love Ace, too. I'm enjoying being I mean, with Ace. But When you talk to Ace, you got to get the whole Ace package and you talk yeah. about what he's doing, not just about the movie. That's of right. Course. We can only talk so much about the movie. It's Remedy, and we're both in it. <laughs> Chuck knows. Well, you know, the whole idea is that to make <laughs> no, Ace so intriguing, people want to see what he did in the movie. That's right. Of course. He has right. a bunch of fans downstairs. He got out of the car, and he's just... 
Hey, Captain, uh, do you want to autograph some pictures? Can Sal come in and say a quick hello, Howard? All right, is he in full uh, makeup? Retarded as ever. All right, let's oh, take dear. a look. This is uh, Sal, one of your biggest fans. He's dressed up uh, as you. I saw him in the bathroom. Look at him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what Sal, is he's wrapped in tinfoil. Why are you in tinfoil? Ace, really? Well, this is uh, the Love Gun outfit that I put together. Right. At Dwayne Reed. You're a super fan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ace. I got my butt kicked in by Puerto Ricans in the fourth grade by dressing like you in high, in, um, in Brentwood. I grew up in Brentwood. And you know what? From that day forward, I still dress like you. I don't care. You were worth it. You changed my whole life. I think you're incredible. Wow. Ace is the real rebel of rock and roll. Gene is, in my opinion, just a bloodsucker looking for money. <laughs> Paul is like the Ralph of the band. Leave it at that. You know. <laughs> Peter is a god-awful drummer, in my opinion. And Ace is the only guy. Ace was the only fiber of Kiss, man. He wrote Parasite. He wrote Cold Gin, which Gene whored out the lyrics. It should have been you singing it like you do when you do it solo. Right. And instead, they just, you know, they take this guy, they, they prop him up on stage, they throw a couple of bucks down his throat, and then they throw him out, and they always badmouth him behind his back. It's bullcrap, man. Ace. You're the reason why Kiss happened. You are Kiss. What, what do you think of what he says? <clears throat> you agree? You disagree? He's entitled to his opinion, you know. <laughs> you, you see, you start smiling I'm when so he diplomatic. says these things. You know what? It, it's really hard to take a compliment from a guy dressed in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> when his tinfoil is falling off. All right. We're going to take a break. I want to thank Chuck Zito, the great Chuck Zito, Ace Fraley, for coming by. And uh, for more information, go to RemedyTheMovie.com. Ace, what would you think of that, dude? Uh, I, I'm very flattering. Quite flattering. So, I'm always flattered when people dress up like me. I mean, I created the character. It's a beautiful thing. So that was it. It was a little awkward, but a couple things come at me right away. Number one, Ace is like somewhat coherent. He's not like mush brain at this point. No, he's not mush brain, but <clears throat> even Howard notices. I don't know if he was awkward or if he was uncomfortable or if he was medicated, but even Howard's like, are you happy? He's like, he's like, you don't seem happy because so I think it probably was a combination of the the discomfort of talking about Kiss and Gene and all that stuff. Um, but he looked his hair looked weird, like it was like he had like a receding hairline. It looked like really stringy. You mean his hair that he wears now is not real? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, it's just. First of all, he walks in, and it's. Chuck Zito, the actors with who, him. who is fucking I first of all, again, I'm a massive Stern fan. So I know all these friggin' characters. Like, I mean, Chuck Zito, like so, I think Robin goes something about like his his ace scared because like Chuck Zito's like a <laughs> fighter, martial arts boxer like guy. He's like, from he's fucking Chuck Pancamo from Oz. Well, that too, yeah, exactly. Right, right. What he's an a, actor. I wish we could do a deep dive on the series Oz. Yeah. It is the most fucked up series. It was like the first HBO series. Yep. And the first one really to get into what's now these binge type series. And it's all the same actors and characters, like just portraying, coming in for like two seconds and portraying the most depraved individuals. Everybody that was in like homicide life on the streets or law and order or any of those guys, actors, fucking or or the Sopranos. Boardwalk Empire, you can find them all on Oz. 
Zito. Yeah. Chuck Zito, the lead of the fucking Italian mob. But I, but I love, but I love Stern because, like, first of all, has anybody on this planet heard of an Ace Frilly movie remedy on DVD? <laughs> I'm here to uh, what the? F- I'm here to promote my new DVD. It's coming out today, I think. I'm not sure. Playing a heroin dealer, how it goes? I can't picture you doing that. <laughs> like, have has before that? Before we watch this clip, I had never ever heard of this movie or the fact that Ace was in it ever. I, I've heard of it. I don't know if it's the one with him and Peter's in it, too. I'm not sure. There's another one where Peter plays a cop or something. Uh, but he, he's like, and Howard's like, I don't, I don't really know Ace, uh, but I know he's in Kiss. Yeah, he says he's in a movie. And then they sit down, and it's already kind of obvious. Like, Chuck, they know Chuck. Yeah. Like, what are you doing there? But you can tell, like, he's probably like, hey, I'm going to bring Ace with me. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll have Ace on. And Chuck was there to probably make Ace feel comfortable. Yeah, they and they were there to, together. Yeah, and they were there to talk about the movie, and Howard just gets right into it. So, you know, talking about about, are you kiss. in Kiss? Yeah, yeah, are you in Kiss? He asked them. What was and his that, answer? Yeah, he's like, well, presently I'm not touring with them, dude. We all know you never went back. Exactly. So, which leads me to think, and because there's other stuff that obviously you just heard, we're going to get into that. He wasn't sure what he was doing, and I think he was nervous about his future. So he never went after him like he does now. And I think Not that's then. why he. And I think that's why he was very, very calm, quiet demeanor. And I think that's why he said, "Currently, I'm not touring with them right now." Because this I was think, 2005. Yeah, and that's why the manager ends up calling. Oh uh, yeah. So how? You hate G throughout the whole thing, even before he walks in. He like he's like oh saying it out loud, like he's gonna fucking stir shit up because yeah, of Gene. He, yeah, how it goes. Yeah, an ace, he hates Gene, so that's always fun. So he's like yeah. excited to like start shit about you Gene. hate Gene. And he's like, Ace says, No, I love him. And then he starts talking about him. They talk about the whole Aerosmith kissing. Now we know there's shit there between yep. Paul and Steven Tyler and all that animosity. Terrible tour, by the way. Me and you saw it. Oh, my God. What? What, was, what were they touring on? Monkin' on Bobo. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> awful. Uh, and uh, I know Peter's buddies with Aerosmith. I think he gets along with them. He's okay. the only one. But I didn't know Ace didn't like them. Me neither. Well, I don't. Is it, is it not that he doesn't like them or that he was like, we're not fucking open. I'm not open for these guys. Yeah, I know. So that was the thing he said. And Chuck is the one who said that Ace said that and Ace agreed. And, yeah. and then Howard asked him, did you say, hey, these guys used to open up for us. So, you know, we don't want to open up. And Ace is like nodding along going, yep, yep. So he's confirming this. Yeah. You know, and uh, you could tell Ace wanted to get out of there. He did not. look. That's why. That's why Howard cut him off. And was like, are you happy? Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? Of course I'm happy. <laughs> Uh, and then Howard asked him, is that when Gene said to you, get out of the band? Yeah. And he said, that's okay. He, like, didn't say that's why I left. I, nope. I was going to kill myself. I didn't get out. And nope. he, asked, he just said, yeah, that's okay. That's oh, why because I you're, left. Because you're right. At that time, his future was uncertain with the band. And he said, well, I'm part of the family. And exactly. I'm working on a CD. Yeah. He talks like that now, like, right? Working it's on so a dating. CD. That is yeah. so dating. But he says, he, you still getting paid by Kiss? And he goes, nah. And then he goes, so you don't get any of the merch? Oh, the merch I do. I, I'll get that till the end of eternity. 
Yeah, they try to say they try to say time immemorium and nothing. They all fuck it up. They they're all like, "What's that word?" Yeah, they don't know shit about it. And then Howard still tries to instigate Ace. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, and then he, I think he says something like, uh, uh, "Don't you have to do what everything that Gene says on the in the band?" Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. And then he talks about like Paul. Uh, but Ace doesn't say shit about Paul. It didn't seem like he really wanted to go after him. That's probably because uh, Howard knows that people know about Gene. So that's the fun part. Of course. Stern. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Did, and then, and then uh, what's her name? Robin asks him, did you come up with your own, um, you know, makeup? And oh, he this, says, was, yes. this was, this was good. And he goes, and this is the part I want all you fucking Ace cult members to hear. Does it bother you that someone else is wearing your makeup? Ace says, no, because I still get, what do you say? I still get, the, I still get checks. Yep. Is that true? I don't know if it was at the time. Because I've never heard that. I'm thinking, you know, part of the contract, and maybe it could have been one of those things where, hey, you sign on the deal. You can't shit on us if we continue without you and you can't make it. And Tommy has to wear the makeup. Maybe it's a contractual thing that he, he wasn't like allowed to say shit or to shit on kiss without him in it or anything like that. Yeah, Cause I don't think ACE owns his makeup the way that people claim that like Vinny does or whatever. You know what I mean? But the, he was asked point blank. No, I know. 2005. Does it bother you? And, and I thought it was said no. And- because I'm still getting checks. And I thought it was interesting that Robin, Robin fired at that right at. Like, she, she was doing it with like a smirk on her face. Does it bother you that someone else is wearing your makeup? And he's like, no. Yeah. And that's when Howard's like, hey, what's the matter with you? Well, I, I didn't think I was going to come in and talk about Kiss. And the ultimate insult is that Howard's like, what else would we talk to you about? Of course, we're going to talk about Kiss. Like, right. You're ace you're freely. In, yeah. Nobody wants to hear about your VOD f- fucking dvd movie <laughs> what else are we gonna talk about of course we're gonna talk about kiss and then that's when fucking uh baba Booey goes yeah you want to hear something his uh manager's on the phone and says ace should wants to leave he's mad he wants ace to get off because you're talking about kiss and then they cut to ace's face that's when it's like uncomfortable yeah yeah but but he, so obviously the manager because i'm wondering this is the funny thing about this. Howard's a fucking pro here. There was no prerequisite before the before the interview. Like the manager never said, "Hey, we're not talking about Kiss. Don't bring up Gene. We're going to talk about the movie." So, what did you? If you don't, if you don't start the interview by saying, "Hey, don't do X, Y, and Z," you know Howard. Of course, everybody knows Ace from Kiss. You're going to talk about that, not this stupid movie that no one's ever heard of. If. Howard finds it interesting. His audience will find it. Absolutely. Oh, so if Howard doesn't find it interesting, neither will his audience. He doesn't give a fuck about Ace Frehley's video on demand. Well, the best part was Chuck Zito goes, yeah, what else are we going to talk about? The movie's coming out. It's on DVD. <laughs> and and Howard, Howard goes, yeah, even Chuck knows. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> and they're like, okay, let's wrap it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Ace is like, ah, ah. And then Chuck's like, no, no, no. He's not going to leave like that. Try to help him out. And like, Oh, we we could stay. It's fine. Ace is fine. Ace, yeah, well, I am. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He, dude, by the way, Chuck Zito, fucking huge. Yeah. The guy's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like 
He can't fight. He looks exactly. like he whips some ass. Exactly. By the way, what a what a joy it is to see Baba Booey. I haven't seen that guy in so long. I love him. Oh my god. That horse tooth jackass. Fucking Tata Toothy. <laughs> and then they bring out Oh, this is my favorite part of the whole fucking thing. That's the thing about Stern that I love. Like they always have like these rejects on on call. <laughs> yeah, but this guy's not a reject. Sal the stockbroker. Yeah. This guy's real. So they're like, and he goes, he wants to come on. He goes, Yeah, he's a retard. <laughs> I'm a retard. Okay. People relax. I'm quoting what he said. No, oh, I'm saying. Yeah. So, and they bring this guy out, dork guy in this awful ace fucking costume, made of. It looked like our fucking Stonehill. It, it, this is exactly it was what it was. Foil. That's exactly what no it was. Shirt, awful wig, disgusting little mustache, <laughs> and he goes on a tirade, shitting on the rest of the band and loving Ace. Dude, that tirade that he went on was straight out of the ace cult handbook yeah every single thing he said is what the it's like the pledge of allegiance for the ace cult <laughs> that's it we <laughs> that's what we gotta find tom the pledge of allegiance of the fucking ace cult that was it sal the stockbroker had it how about yeah. he goes how about he, go, he calls gene a blood sucker oh yeah what does that imply i know and then he said Fucking something. Apple. He said, Paul, he said, Paul's the Ralph of the band. Yeah. What is that? I don't, know I don't get is. that. And then he goes, Peter is a terrible drummer. He Ace just, is just laughing. <laughs> yeah. Ace is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I, I love Sal. And then, and, but Ace is still coherent that they ask him, like, yeah, I got a kick out of him, man. That's his interpretation or whatever he says. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Ace can't pull that off and think on his feet like that now. Oh, I love it. How how it goes. I don't know if we should be taking compliments from a guy dressed in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but 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 it is funny the dynamic of Ace. That's why I'm wondering, like, was he? Was he squirming and wanted to get out of it? Because he, because I think again, there was some sort of contractual shit that he can't be saying certain stuff so or talking why, about stuff. So why wasn't the why didn't his manager say that? That would get. Have you heard about their managers? How stupid they are? No, I know, I know, but 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 what? But for the manager to call Baba Booey and say, "Hey, cut the cord here," what did you think they were going to talk about? You know, that's it's Howard, and Howard goes. Uh, even Howard even said, "What are we going to talk about? You're Ace Frehley, man. You're in Kiss." Yeah, yeah, I think he didn't want him. I'm telling you, I bet you there was something in there. Like if Ace disparages Kiss or releases information about what his role is, because maybe at that time he was supposed to come back. I agree. And not tell the fans that he's gone, and so that's why he's like, "Yeah, I'm not touring with them right now." Because you, because imagine, so that was 2005. Imagine if this, imagine if this interview was done today. Oh, Ace would have fucking jumped on, piled on. Of course he would have. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I think there was some sort oh, of I think you're business right. thing going on and Ace didn't want it. And now you're like, and the manager's like, dude, you're going to fucking blow a lot of money here. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk yep. about them and don't say shit. You know, Howard, Howard's like, yeah, let's get him to fucking say shit about Gene. He's, and laugh yeah, he's, about like, he's like, so you hate Gene, right? Ace is like, <laughs> no. And, and Howard's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Howard's like, okay, so he doesn't hate Gene. He's not really doing shit, and he's in a stupid fucking movie. 
All right, all right, enough. All right, thanks, thanks for coming. I plug your movie. Well, seriously, I mean, Ace, Ace Howard is. Forget about what you think about Howard. He is absolutely one of the greatest interviewers of all time. Yeah. When he has a guest on, nobody can interview anybody the way he does. He gets to the point. He's funny. He has hard questions. So, like you said, Howard was like. Dude, are you even happy? Like, what are we doing here? This is a waste of everybody's time. Exactly. This is what I want to hear. And this is what my audience will want to right. hear. If we're not talking about it. All right. That's Ace Frehley. Thanks, guys. For coming yeah. in. Yeah. Go to remedy.com and buy this <laughs> fucking ridiculous movie. I play a heroin. <laughs> it's about the decadence of rock and roll yeah. and drugs. No, I like how he said. No, no, no. He didn't say the decadence. He said decadency, <laughs> which isn't even a fucking word. It's about the decadency in New York. It's about the ecstasization of drugs. Yeah, so apparently the movie has a few fucking people that are known as gangster movies. They got Frank Vincent, who's in who wants somebody to go shine his shoes. Yeah, uh, you've got Vincent Pastore, big pussy. Obviously, Chuck Zito, Maureen Van Zant, who is uh, Stevie Van Zant's wife. In The Sopranos and uh, in real life. And you got Ace Fraley as Johnny. <laughs> he wouldn't pull anything like that on Johnny. Yeah, and it just, and Rick Aiello, I think that's Danny Aiello's kid. Uh, he just, just so fucking, just what? It's got a 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got 247 reviews. That's uh, just my family. Well, regardless, that's the movie that they were on there to promote. I just find the whole fucking thing. This clip is just classic kiss clips. And uh, we hope that you watch it. You should watch it on YouTube as well. And you'll get a better kick because you'll see how squirmish Ace is in um, the video. And, uh, And tell us what you think. Yeah, it's just, it's it's interesting. I think because of the time, like the time frame of it, and like like you said, Zeus, about how where Zeus Ace is in his career path with Kiss at the time, because he didn't give Howard anything, you know. And like we said, imagine if that happened today, where would we be? And so usually, sometimes we we would rank the this appearance as a Kiss appearance, but because he's not in Kiss at the time, we're gonna keep this one out. But it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a short, nice, fun clip. Exactly. It's still it's still a, a, a related a kiss thing. But in terms of the ranking, those are going to be reserved for when the band or or an active member of Kiss is involved in the appearance, whether it's Paul and Gene on Oprah or Paul Lynn's Halloween special. Like those are what the rankings are for. We're still gonna, we're going to cover a lot of things outside of Kiss, whether it's a, a Peter Chris interview, a yeah, Vinnie Peter's Vincent all, thing. Yeah, the Phil Donahue Peter exactly. one would be ranked. Exactly. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So check this out. It's readily available on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, let us know if you guys have seen this before. Let us know if you've seen the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't know, are our theories correct about Ace and his kind of uh calmness during this interview? Did he know something or was he open for something? I don't know. Who knows? Tom, what do we do next? We got a question of the week. All right, we got a question here from Shane Loudon. 
from our website, he comes in, shoutoutloudcast.com. I'm going to kind of paraphrase this question. We we love the questions that you get, but sometimes they take that they're great and we appreciate the questions. But sometimes what you're asking us to do could almost be like an entire episode. So I sometimes I try to paraphrase them a little bit. So his uh, question is about the Creatures box set. He says, since the Creatures box set combined the original four Killers tracks in addition to Creatures, my question is this. If you could create a 10-song album from Killers and Creatures, what would that album look like for each of you? So I guess what I'm going to – my question would be, if you could look at the songs from Killers, would all four of them be on Creatures? Would one of them be on there? Would two? Would the, or would, the, would none of them be on Creatures? Do any of them belong on Creatures? That's hmm. how I would kind of take this question here. All right. So the first thing I would probably look at is my rankings. So I'm taking out, first of all, Nowhere to Run is definitely there. Yes. So that means Keep Me Coming would be gone. Yep. And I put Nowhere to Run in there. Yep. Then I would it would go to, do I think uh, Partners in Crime, uh, Le- uh, I'm a Legend Tonight, and Down on Your Knees, are they better than Creatures of the Night, Rock and Roll Hell, and Saint and Sinner? No, I don't, I mean, maybe Saint and Sinner might get dropped for uh, I'm a Legend Tonight. Maybe. Uh, but I probably doubt it because I like the sound and it fits the album. If we put Nowhere to Run in there, I think Keep Me Coming Out. Oh, my God. This would be the greatest album they've ever done by far. Okay. So there's only nine songs on Creatures of the Night to begin with. There's four songs off Killers. Yeah. So like you said, kind of using that equation. What would you would you take out the bottom four songs? For me, my b- bottom four of the nine are Creatures of the Night, Title Track, Danger, Saint, and Sinner, Keep Me Coming. Obviously, Nowhere to Run would definitely go on there and take out Keep Me Coming. I'm a Legend Tonight would go in there and take out Saint and Sinner. Down on Your Knees would go in there and take out Danger. But Partners in Crime is not knocking out the title track, Creatures of the Night. So... That's, I guess that's a, a different way of answering the question instead of like, you know, the 10 song. I think we're kind of just doing a little substituting. So I would, the bottom three songs for me on Creatures of the Night are worse than my, my, my top three of the Killers track. So that, that's what I would do. I, w- I would take out Danger, Saint and Sinner and Keep Me Coming, put in Nowhere to Run, I'm a Legend Tonight and Down on Your Knees. That, yeah. that would be my album. Yeah. And for me, Nowhere to Run just replaces Keep Me Coming and that's it. Okay. All Great right. question. Perfect. Great question, Shane. I love those kinds of questions. Thank you so much. And anybody else who wants to ask us a question, please, it's part of our show every week. We do question of the week. Send us an email, send us a DM, go on our website, uh, and please be part of the show. So thank you again, Shane. Tom, where can people find us? Well, we've mentioned it a few times this episode. Please go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find everything. Right there on the landing page, you can get our link for our Amazon merch with all your Shout It Out Loudcast gear. Big thanks to Jeff Trout once again for helping us with some of those images. Uh, you got a link right there to join our Patreon. That's awesome. All of our social media. And then, of course, links to all of our episodes for Shout It Out Loudcast, Album Review Crew. We just dropped the newest one, Come and Get It, from White Snake. Our Dorm Damage episodes, our Zeppelin Chronicle episodes, all of our rankings, everything is there. That's the best place. And you can comment on individual episodes. You can send us questions directly. So please start with that. Uh, that's where everything is. And then, of course, our email. We mentioned those before. We love getting them. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Social media. We're out there. Very active. 
Look for us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Please follow us, tag us, all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, as we mentioned earlier, our wonderful Patreon family. We love you guys. Special shout out to David Clark this week for joining the family. You guys are the best. And we're always happy to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Great shows. You can visit their website and find us along with tons of other great ones. Yeah, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're working our way up to the magical 1,000. Please subscribe when you see our YouTube videos. It helps the show out tremendously. If you give us one of those five-star child reviews on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook, wherever you can give those five-star child reviews, we appreciate that. As I always say, the ways you can help the show, Patreon. Give us a five-star review. And obviously, go visit our merch and Amazon stores from our website. Those are huge. And you can email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, and also visit the awesome website. People are using it a lot more lately, uh, and they're putting their comments on the episodes, which we love. So and that's shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Uh, Tom, we like to leave everybody with famous last words. Do you have any? I'm the kind of guy who likes feeling high, feeling high and dry. And I really like to fly. <laughs> Check I'm out a- remedy.com for my movie. <laughs> I'm a magical lyricist. It's a strange sensation out of control being by myself. I feel this gravitation caught like a magnet and I'm being pulled. God almighty. Tom, thank you. Kiss Army, thank you. Loudcasters, thank you. Guys, you're the best. Thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate it. Please interested in feedback on this one if you guys knew about this clip whatever tell us what you think zeus as always my friend thank you peace out girl scout i don't judge people by their bedroom tastes so you know what anybody wants to do behind closed doors is all right with me as long as it doesn't affect me Mm -hmm. in a negative way you know you know if somebody wants to sleep with a parakeet (laughs) so be it you know <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.